I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. So glad you are tuned into Tech Vibe Radio tonight. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. And Audrey, it seems like every show, we're like over capacity. Well, not over capacity. Now we're yeah. going to see the world. And now this we're going to see the, the world. The yeah. next guest is going to. Show us the world. That's why we're jumping right into it. He's an old friend of ours. He though. is, yes. Do we have to talk about that? Or we do. We, just... we will. We will. <laughs> <laughs> dog if you want on. No. Okay, absolutely. so who's in the house today? We have... John Manzetti. John Rosinski. Hi, guys. What are you building? What are you building? Rumor is you're up to something these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, destydo.com. It's basically the first ever travel application initially focused on the cruise industry that allows you to find a cruise itinerary based on activities that you want to do. And you just so launch you back this. into it, which is sort of cool, right? Yeah. Usually you go Travel on a cruise. Reverse, yeah. yeah, exactly. The The old way to do it's really boring. It's redundant. You just kind of search a bunch of cruises and see what comes up, maybe where you'd want to go. It's inefficient, you know, even if you're seeing all the all the options that are out there. Well, you need a big old spreadsheet and, and you need to <laughs> Exactly. You're making notes. cruise planning sound so much fun with yeah. spreadsheets well, and notes. You know, the people we talked to in the surveys that we had and the uh, segments, they yeah. said that, wow, this is great because it takes me minutes to get where it took me hours to get without using this. Right. So. How did you come up with this idea? So why don't you just... Well, Tell us about how, why you wanted to solve this problem. Yeah, sure. Years ago, a couple years ago, actually, being an avid cruiser, it just got to be, again, redundant mm-hmm. when, when looking for cruises. And if you look where the money's going in the industry, it is going towards activities and millennials, which is a target art audience of ours, because they are the, uh, the group that is most interested in cruising in the next two years. So when you look at where the money's going in the cruise industry and you see that activities are important and that's how they're actually, um, you know, trying to lure millennials, it was just a short stroke to say, hey, you know what, let's let's make activities the focal point. Mm-hmm. Let's let's let so, them drive the results. So for activities, that's like when you're going to schedule scuba diving or going on a Jeep tour on an yeah, island any, after the Any the type of docks, excursions right? that, okay. that are offered. And, you know, we're we're going to be able to show you that within two minutes of entering our site. Very cool. When, in fact, if you were going to do it the old traditional way, right. you wouldn't even get to that to-do factor. Right. It could be days or, or, or more after you found a cruise itinerary to kind of figure out what you want to do. So that's interesting. Usually people pick the cruise in terms of the destination. Yeah, so that's that's the the, the byline here. Destiny right. do destination doers and do what you want to do. Find find your activity and then back up into the how you're going to get there. Right. And that's what we do. Right. That's exciting. So you know, tell us where you are. You're pretty young in the journey, but you've really gotten some great traction. Yeah, so uh, John and I first met last year about this time, actually, and we didn't know each other. I uh, went to his son's wedding, and we got to meet, and 
after that, we got together and. Uh, By the way, I have wait, a business did you, idea. Were you a wedding <laughs> crasher? Exactly. What he said. Were you yeah, a wedding crasher? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was a crasher. And he said, I had this idea and I'm on the Avid Cruiser and there's a need here. And I said, yeah, I don't get it because I'm not a cruiser. So did you say, I, I'm a life sciences guy. I did. You know? So I went back and I did some diligence, came back and said, wow, this is a big market. It's a big uh, market. This could be a very unfair advantage, and that's what we have now. We have right. an unfair advantage in the big market, and we have an AI-based solution that's patent pending at this point. Mm-hmm. We have our uh, provisional, non-provisional being filed probably next Tuesday or Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a broad brush play of any form of travel, any destination, anything you want to do around the world. So like my buddy from North Carolina says, why couldn't I use this to plan my vacation in uh, Vegas? And I said, well, you could if we built that segment. We haven't built that yet. Right. We will down the road. I bet you're building it already. We're thinking about well, it. Well, it's always, uh, it's always in the thing back of our mind for sure. Exactly. Right. Yeah, you, know, right. You, you know you can scale to that. So are you yeah. seeing any trends in terms of what people want to do? Is there any trends? Like is it shopping? Is it sightseeing, you know, historical yeah, Actually, it's, it's, it's all over the board, to be honest with you. Yeah, okay. it's it's really all over the board. I mean, you're going to find something for everyone. Okay. Because we have activity categories that you can choose from, and it's really going to cover soup to nuts, basically. Uh, everybody who goes on a cruise is going to want to do something. You have and to. It's what, what you're going on vacation for exactly. to do stuff. So now you so can find it, it easily. It really is for everyone. You can find a a, a category that's culinary if, if you're right, into food. right. Yeah, food right. is a top category, actually. Food and food is activity. the top. Yeah, it's one of the top categories. <laughs> That's what I find so so fascinating about this is the fact that now, a the cruise industry must be loving you because you're getting people really engaged in their cruises. So the food, better food time and dining is not. I'm looking yeah. at the site right okay. now. Food, food and dining, meals and entertainment, uh, shopping, lifestyle, you know, activities that you're out there in the wilderness doing. Or you can a, find it. So the cruise, yeah, it's, it's there. So, so the, the industry must love this because you're giving people better cruise experiences, which means they'll do another cruise. Yeah, one of the well, that's right? exactly right. Yeah, one of the good things about it is, as a, for a larger group, you have a family of twelve or fifteen or twenty. Imagine planning a cruise uh, for somebody like me who wants to hang out in the bar on right. deck seven, Shopper. and somebody like him who mm-hmm. wants to go caving or scuba right. diving, and, and you have and the kids who want to do whatever they right. want to do. So. You can all go to the, get off the, the, the ship at a particular port, go do what you want to do, and be back in time for the ship leaving, which mm-hmm. is important. If you don't so, make it back in time, they're uh, taking off. That's right. Well, that's for sure. That and I think fun. another thing that's very important is that you can literally find and create a travel plan with excursions, your itinerary, and everything else prior to making a booking decision. I so know, you, which is great. That exactly. usually is the afterthought. Yeah, and we can of... you can save it and share it and send it to your family and say, you know, what do you guys think? Here's what I plan on doing. You want to join me or not? Do you have a, something you want to add mm-hmm. to it? Or what do, you, what do you think? And then well, you can go back and all book. The data would be something that would be pretty valuable, yeah. I would think, um, in and of itself, just understanding the behavioral trends. Yeah, and it'll show us where like. they advertise, too, and it'll help us uh, attract more cruisers, more users of the site, rather, down the road, and more cruisers, too, so. And I love the Pittsburgh connections on this. This is a, a full Pittsburgh play going on all right to build this company yep. from from technology to financing and everything else. Yeah, in all four of us are from Beaver Valley. We're all Valley boys. So, oh, really? Uh, and everybody in the whole partner uh, team is from Pittsburgh. You know, from legal to marketing to software development to banking, everything, insurance. The whole yeah, we didn't else. feel the need to to go anywhere else. Right. We we vetted the companies thoroughly, and we found enough talent right here, and we were definitely happy with yeah, with who we chose. Definitely. So what destidoo.com, go there if you're planning a cruise. 
check it out. It makes it so simple. I, yeah, I'm liking it. I saw a picture of you guys sitting on like a quasi beach with recliners. Was yeah. that? We, we we did a Shark Tank uh, trial there. We, we oh, went yeah. early in the morning. I was okay. number thirty-one in line out of six hundred and fifty people. Oh my goodness! Yeah, we so came in beach. We, <laughs> we did our skit. Yeah, we he did our skit, and it was uh, it was <laughs> an experience. Let's put it that way. I love it, man. So I, cool. I, we I haven't think, heard yet, but I think you're onto something. Yeah, I, think I totally so too. think you're onto something. It, I'm you know, pretty excited. In reality, if you look at the travel industry, basically you look and see that. There's, there hasn't been like a new tool around since like the Priceline Negotiator tool. And we're going to be the newest tool out there. Mm-hmm. And ready I to think, shake it up. Yeah, Absolutely. definitely ready to shake so it up. So Go there, book a cruise, or just hang out and check it out and play with it for a little bit and see what you can build. And then when you're ready to pull the trigger, bang, pull the trigger, and you're cruising before you know it. So Absolutely. Love it so much. Hey, we got so much Tech Vibe Radio in front of us tonight, Audrey. I can't wait. I want to go on an exercise vacation. An exercise I vacation. they could help me with that. <laughs> they could probably could. Just they find could all that. the scuba activities and swimming any, and stuff like that. We can like figure that. anything out. You're on your own. Absolutely. <laughs> So we have, as usual, we have we have Clifton Larson Allen stopping by tonight to talk about some accounting tips for the startup tech companies out there. We have our our Autism to Work initiative from Computer Aid stopping by tonight, Audrey. Very very cool stuff, and we have a special podcast I recorded with Keith Young from Teletracking oh, Technologies yeah. hmm. and the Mission of Mercy Pittsburgh. I know that's which is really dental cool. care for folks that can't afford it happening stuff. in June. So lots of fun stuff on Tech mm-hmm. Live Radio tonight. Hey, learn more about the PTC. 35 years helping technology companies succeed. <laughs> Just saying, since 1983. Learn more about us, pghtech.org. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. I tell you what, I just love it when good friends stop by the studio mm-hmm. to talk about business fundamentals. It's, it's so important. Whether you're a tech company, any kind of company, without the right financials, without the right accounting services, you're not going too far. Simple as that. That's why it's great to have Clifton Larson Allen here hanging out with us. And our two favorite people... We have what Maureen here. Yes, good morning. Absolutely. Good afternoon, Jonathan. How are you? <laughs> and Dustin, Dustin, thanks for stopping by. No strangers to the show. Like I said, yep. so glad to have old friends and family stopping by the show with us today. So, Thank yeah, you. well, great to be here. You both have seen a lot of small companies. You've been there a when lot. they've been in their garage. Yes. You've been there when they've taken on their first client. You've yes. been there when they've taken their first round of funding. Yeah. So you've seen sort of the journey. And you said something before we came on to the um, on the air, Maureen. You were talking about everyone needs to file their tax return. Yeah, that's not an option, and I can't. I thought it was optional. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, there are some special circumstances where it might be optional. But at the end of the day, right. the IRS will be looking for a return, and how are we going to prepare something that's accurate without information for the return? Exactly. And you know, for us to be efficient at our jobs, um, the Startups have to accumulate that information somewhere other than in Excel or in a box. So oftentimes, I know I start with them in QuickBooks or something simple Mm -hmm. like that. You start with a box. (laughs) I have started with with a box and helped teach those people to use a software package. And then when, you know, they get some substantial information in there, that's when, you know, Dustin and I talk and say, hey, we need to get, you know, they need more money. They're not able to bootstrap this any longer. And so, if possible, conversations with banks or investors Mm -hmm. or um, some of the um, incubators here in town are going to want financial They need to see actual real numbers that can be audited and examined and gone over and combed through. Right. Absolutely. Well, I think the thing is that you have probably seen, seen people who have worked 
on an idea, believe they have a way to solve a hard problem, and then not understand what their expenses are tied to their revenue. Yes. Absolutely. So we And see. I know that sounds so basic, but yeah. when you're busy building an idea, right? Right. Yeah. Sometimes you don't even understand what are all the inputs to getting you towards your idea. Absolutely. And one of the things that I've liked that you guys have done is help companies formulate their their pitch. Yeah. So mm -hmm. talk a little bit about that because that's yeah. really taking companies you've got now we've gone outside of the garage right. maybe into some locale. Yep. Mhm. Mm I'm, I'm I'm getting a progression going on here and yeah. I like yeah. this. Some type of shared space. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Some type of shared space. Yeah, that Pittsburgh. And then you work with them on their pitch. So what does yep. that mean and what kinds of things do you do? Absolutely. So a lot of times that is looking for those pieces of information that any investor may want to see. You know, one thing they're going to look at is your future projections. They're going to look at your customer traction. You know, how much have you developed so far? Um, your knowledge of your market that you're go going to be digging into in the future. They, any investor has to understand that you know the basics of your business and your industry. So a lot of times when we start helping them through that pitch, it's making sure they have that knowledge and they're articulating it you know, properly and correctly right, right. to their investors. But I think it's so exciting. Clifton Larson mm -hmm. Allen is just so instrumental. Like you're so core to a business. Like without you, you're not a business. <laughs> and that's why I think it's so exciting for you to give us this type of information. Mm -hmm. So yeah. tell us more about as you're as you're working with these companies and helping with the pitch. Absolutely. So um, a lot of times it comes down to making sure that you know the projections that they're putting together. Everyone likes to see that nice hockey stick shape. Oh. We love those my company's doing. Oh, yeah. You know, every, everybody likes that shape. But at the end of the day, you have to be able to support that. So, you know, where are these customers coming from? How are you marketing them? How are you getting out to them? What it's are your so expenses important. tied to? What are you getting, and, and what's it going to cost to do all that, right? right. right. Yeah, the, the burn rate of your company is very important. You know, where is the money going? How is it being deployed? How are we going to get a return on that capital? So that's what investors are really looking for. And you have to be able to articulate all that through not just slides in a pitch deck, but you have to have the personality and be able to articulate that to an investor. And so you coach people? We do coach people, yeah. We help them with um, you know, both their pitch deck and in, in person we let them kind of give us their pitch and mm -hmm. try to skinny it down to that you know, elevator pitch or that kind of two or three minute. Tell me what your product is. Tell me what your service is. What is that idea? How does it help the marketplace? How does it help your customer? And then guide them on from there. That right there is the price of admission alone. Absolutely. I've witnessed so many pitches lately where I'm like, I really need to introduce these guys to Clifton Larson <laughs> because it's just very dubious, very unfocused pitches. And you know what they have is a good idea, but they're not articulating it. And I'm like, wait a second, <laughs> they need your help. <laughs> Absolutely. And that would make me think their financials maybe aren't, aren't in line either. Absolutely. We want our entrepreneurs to be able to but, focus on the technology. Right. But not, you've also, so you've taken people from their pitch decks that you've just articulated now to raising their first round. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And typically when that happens, it's really important that they have structure to the financials. Right, mm -hmm. right. Procedures, monthly closes, um, billing. You know, somebody needs to be in charge of billing. Somebody needs to be in charge of the payables. Payroll, it might be time now to set up payroll and things like that. Mm -hmm. Who's going to do all that? Um, a lot of times it's a two, three-person shop. I'm still working with one customer, client. It's like a four- or five-person shop, and uh, we're managing it, you know, by just helping them, you know, two, four hours a month. It's not a lot right. of volume. Um, and they're using an add-on 
um, you can get add-ons to QuickBooks Online too to help with the invoicing. So and it all integrate. You know, you can keep plugging ADP things in integrate. as you grow. Well, right. QuickBooks yeah. is amazing in terms it of is. the ease of use. It's mm -hmm. great for these small companies and even up to I don't know QuickBooks Online. Probably fifteen million dollar companies. It just depends on um, right. what right. you That's need. A good point. Yeah. And okay. you know, everyone that we come into, you know, I won't tell you to use it if it's not going to work for you. But ninety five percent of the time, it's going to work for you. And mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of efficiencies with it. The bank information just comes in, and you know, it's just a matter of moving things around and asking questions as to what these legal invoices were for, because those mm -hmm. take a lot of understanding up front. Because there's a lot of fundraising, right. there's a lot of right, right, things right. going on. So, mm -hmm. so what kinds of things have just you've been blown away mm -hmm. by or surprised by <laughs> even in the last five years? Yeah, I mean, oftentimes whenever we're working with small businesses and entrepreneurs in particular, um, one thing we run into is their prior year tax returns have been not prepared correctly by you know other folks. They they don't have the right accounting team in place, and you know they they do a poor job putting those together. And we end up going back and cleaning that up quite a really? bit. Really? Old that's tax one of the returns? Big ones. Okay. Yes, that's yeah. one of the big ones. Um, the other one is just businesses that run their business based on the cash balance in their bank account today. And mm -hmm. they look at that as, oh, I'm doing good because there's money in the bank today. Absolutely. And that might not be the case. Maybe they right. drew on their line of credit. They're not thinking about what they owe other people. Right. Um, so we oftentimes have but to But it looks good them. today. It looks good today. It's fine. It might not tomorrow. Good tomorrow. So right. I want to really encourage our listeners to, if they have any questions, to approach you guys. You're the friendliest folks out there. And you said you work with companies of all sizes. Like mm -hmm. you said, we're talking about startups. So I think really putting a, a name at the face and a face with a name is so important. People want to reach out to you guys through the website, through right. through, uh, through through LinkedIn. What's the best way for people to connect up with Clifton Larson yeah. Allen and Absolutely. Maureen and Dustin? Our main here? site, yeah. um, uh, clalaconnect.com. Okay. And just send an email there, and our mm -hmm. marketing person forwards it on. That's what so, I'm talking Maureen about. Barry. Maureen yeah. Barry. Maureen Barry. You can always reach us on LinkedIn, Dustin Wayman at See you later. And I really encourage it. Like I said, it's like therapy, as Audrey would say, for a business before you get going and put you on the right foot. Totally. Great stuff. Well, they get a chance. The other thing about them is they get a chance in tech yeah. to see a lot of right. um, opportunities. Absolutely. So you have like an upfront view of the innovation that's going on. Yeah. There's they, a lot of fun stuff going on. They get to tell some of the horror stories. Yeah. And we have to have you guys come back for that because we're all out of time. Thanks so much for Thank stopping you. by. Thank Once you. again, CLAConnect.com. Reach out to these guys. Such, such good people. Anyhow, we're taking a quick break. We're coming right back with more Tech Vibe Radio. I swear. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Busso. Learn more about us at PGHTech.org. Pittsburgh Technology Council. Hoping company succeed since 1983. Welcome back. You are indeed listening to Tech Vibe Radio. This very Friday night, you made a wise decision with your time. We bring you, <laughs> we bring you the best and the brightest of Pittsburgh's tech sector every Friday. Do we not, Audrey? You you said it best. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> Audrey, you got a great guest with us tonight. Really excited about this. I mean, this is like one of these stories that I think our listeners are going to be like, wow, this is some great work going on here. Mm -hmm. Computer Aid and its Autism to Work program. We have Sherry Bursick here. Sherry. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited to talk about it. Absolutely. You reached out to me about a month or so ago about this. And I was like, oh my gosh, you have to stop by the show and talk about this. I know our listeners are going to love it. Great. Great. So, so quickly, just tell us about yourself and about, about Computer Aid. And then we're going to jump right into this great work that you're doing with, with autism and getting folks with autism into really cool new tech positions. Sure. So I'm from Computer Aid, and we are a global services IT firm. We started in 1981, and we're based out of Allentown, PA. Our owner, um, Tony Salvaggio, yeah. is super philanthropic. So along with all of the great tech work that we do, 
we really like to give back to the community, which is sort of how this program ties in. Um, I'm Sherry Bursick, and I am the account manager in Pittsburgh for a lot of our larger clients. And when we launched our Autism to Work program in the Pittsburgh market, I was the first person on the ground floor who could market it and present it to our clients. Right. Right away, we had some interest. I believe it. Yes. So tell what is it? Tell us what this program is. Yeah. How's so it our program, it provides workforce training and employment opportunities for adults who have been diagnosed on the autism spectrum. Um, what we are doing in, in our area is we are finding technical roles that they would feel good in the IT space and helping on the socialization aspect of getting right. those folks to work. Wow, that's so cool. So that's cool. Yeah. So what is happening in our area in this space? So when I presented it, I do a lot of work. We work a lot with Highmark, mm -hmm. and their IT side of the business is HM Health Solutions. Right, we know them well. Yes, you do. They are very open to bringing in two teams. So we have two teams going to work for them. Wow. Each team will be made of six. There is one team that will be the quality assurance side, and they'll be doing some testing. The other side will be security and what we're calling access management to set up um, user identification and your access levels. Gotcha. We have... So like network administrators. Yes. Wow. We have um, each a team lead on each side. The team lead is not on the spectrum, but they help to integrate our team to the rest of the organization and help overcome any issues they may face. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, and so yeah. what does ComputerAid do in this whole process? So we do a lot. Um, what I didn't realize until I got involved in this is a lot of autism services expire by the time you're in a graduation from college age, around 18. Isn't it? Or 22? Um, depending on what state you're in. Oh, okay. But there's not a lot of services after like a high school graduation, wow. even college. So that's what, probably a time in your life when you really need the services the most then to take that next leap into your your, wow. your your life cycle, right? Right. Right. And as a as a parent, all you want to do is make sure your child has opportunities available and that right. they have opportunities to exceed in life. So that's where we stepped in and we saw that there was a real need. We do a really great training program. So we market a lot of social media. And we go around to each area that we work in, and we'll work with, like in Pittsburgh, we're working with the Autism Society of Pittsburgh. We're working with Jesse Torisky huh. and Mary Wildman, and we'll go to Autism Speaks, and we try to really network and embed ourselves in the, the aspect of the community as well, trying to get candidates and talk about services they offer so that we can really partner together. We do, a, we do meet and greet sessions, and that's where we'll bring in Anyone that's interested in the program, they'll bring their resume. They can come in and talk to us. A lot of times we also get interest for parents to come and stop right. in, too, because yeah, they're helping. Yeah, makes total sense. Absolutely. Right. So we encourage that. <clears throat> and once we've gone through the process of meeting everyone, we'll then select who we think would be a fit for our job readiness training. And during our job readiness training, they will come to our office, anyone that's selected, and we spend about a week with those folks, and we do... We use the Lego Mindstorm robots, and they program the robots. They have different tasks. They can be individual tasks, and they also do team tasks where they work on, like, their team-building skills. And they'll make the robot do different functions, and then they get up and present it, and they'll give PowerPoints and talk about um, how they tested what they did, how some things worked, some things didn't, what their end result would be. 
if they had all the money and the time in the world, what other functions they could have. Wow. And it really helps, like, as you'd walk through an IT process of, of either testing something or steps that you would take to assign somebody in a user role, mm-hmm. right. we found that those correlate nicely. Kind of gives you some on-the-job kind of feel as to what you'd be doing, right? Yes. So if people are listening, is there a way for them to get involved? Is there a link or anything? Yes. Okay. So I would direct you to our website. Okay. It's compaid.com. It's C-O-M-P-A-I-D.com. And then under our services, you'll find a link for Autism to Work. There it has everything um, from if you think you might know somebody that would benefit from this program, mm-hmm. how they would apply. It has questions about if you were a company and you're looking to do this. Um, my name is also Sherry Bursick. I'm in the Pittsburgh area. A lot of a lot of our customers know me, but I'm also on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah. And we also have some autism autism statistics that I wanted to I wanted to ask okay, you about that us. because I know there's a Tell number us. of people that have this. And a lot of times they get left out of employment opportunities. And so mm-hmm. I'm so excited because we're having really talented folks being plugged into jobs right. and in positions that people need that talent for. So you're solving problems on both sides of the equation on this thing, which exactly. I think is just so exciting. So you give us some stats on, on, on autism and, and who's impacted and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I didn't know this until I started getting far into it, but autism spectrum disorder affects over 3 million individuals in the U.S. and tens of millions of people worldwide. The U.S. Center for Disease Control and Prevention estimate that one in every 68 people now has some form of autism. Wow. The CDC estimates that a staggering 90% of those people on the spectrum are either unemployed or underemployed. See, that's the startling fact right there where you're making an impact. It is. And we being in the IT field know that there is like no unemployment rate in IT right now. It's a shame that these People aren't being utilized more. Exactly. And it's just a socialization aspect, not necessarily okay. the intelligence to do the job right. Right. or right. skills to do the job. So that's what we help to facilitate. That is so powerful. And so oh, how long great. has this been going on for in the Pittsburgh office? Um, we actually just launched, just launched it in it. Okay. Pittsburgh. And our teams are going into place in May. So we'll have to check back in with you in a few yeah. months. And we'll bring some folks from Highmark. Too oh, yeah. uh, we would great. love to have you stop back and talk yeah. more about it and kind of just see like how things have been progressing. And how cool is it to have like Highmark step up and be like, no, we're, we're, we're going gonna, we're gonna to test this out and see what it does. They're very much behind this. And they're so eager and willing. Not None of the staff is um, apprehensive at all. Everyone's ready to jump right in. We actually started this in 2014 with J.P. Morgan Chase. Okay. They're a very large client of ours, mm-hmm. and we have about 50 people on the spectrum there right now. They have come back to us and asked if we can try to help them grow towards their goal of 200, 200. in the next two years. 200. That's awesome. Yeah, and um, we're, we're super excited. We also have the opportunity of our people being hired full-time there. So that's the end goal, that right. they would then have that employment. They have to, right. Exactly. So it's a good fit for everyone. That's why I was so excited to have you stop by today to talk yeah, about these types great. of things. I think our listeners just need to know this, that they could do compaid.com mm-hmm. and go into the services tab. Yes. And I, I saw the page, and it's, it, it gives you some great information there, and it's so easy to connect up. And, and I really encourage people, like, learn more about this. Because Everyone is touched by this. Exactly. Everyone. With one in 68 people, exactly. one in 68 people, everyone is touched by it. Yes. We were, were, I'm so excited to be a part of it and help it grow in Pittsburgh. And the Autism Society of Pittsburgh has been there right with us, and they're helping to do some of the training for off-spectrum teams that will be working with our team. So it helps really 
integrate yeah. everyone together and make for a good match. It applies all and the way across. Program. Without a That's doubt. great. And I think it's a good reminder that autism has nothing to do with intelligence level. Exactly. It it's, a so, it's a socialization. Right. Well, and a communication. And communications mm-hmm. uh, issues is what that is. Right. right. And we had um, one gentleman came in and he talked to us, recently graduated from college. He had... I want to say it was a 3.95 GPA, mm-hmm. and he had been on so many interviews, and he just couldn't get through the interview process. Right, and right. It's such a shame. Similar to Jonathan, yeah. he can't get through any interview <laughs> process. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, but it's true. We all face that. Yeah. So people who have communicative disorders are more, you know, at disadvantage than the rest of us. And it makes you feel like if we all had a little bit more training about how to spot those right. things and how to right. help understand. Maybe we'd be a little bit more patient in Maybe. regular interviews. And right. It really opens your eyes a bit. Especially when you talk about the one in 68 people. As Audrey said, it really it touches everybody here. So we've been in touch with, with someone who has this, not even knowing sometimes, but yeah. being able to now spot it and recognize how that can just help everybody involved. You know, from that person being able to fit in better and to, to understanding how someone's going to react in certain situations. Well, it's also yeah. about inclusion. Exactly. We forget about diversity and inclusion. There's all kinds of people that bring Very perspective to the table. Very good point. And including, quote unquote, the population of autism. So, Powerful, powerful. I love stuff. your enthusiasm yep. on it. It's yeah. pretty contagious. It and is. And so we're very thrilled that you're doing that work. We're one of your champions now. Great. So anything we can do to help convey that to yeah. the world, to the region, count on it. Well, great. We I very much appreciate and Computer Aid appreciate you giving us our time today. You guys are making Pittsburgh proud, 100%. So glad we could tell your story. We're going to actually we're gonna have you back in a few months after the first classes go through. We want to see what happened and That's... hopefully we've got some great results to report. I know we will. That sounds <laughs> awesome. We can't wait Excellent. to come back. So compaid.com. Go to the services tab. We'll drop down there. Click on the autism tab and learn all about it. And contact Sherry. Don't be afraid. She's looking to help. Simple as that. Anyhow, we're taking a quick break. Coming right back with a really cool interview with Keith Young, Audrey. The Keith Young from Teletracking and the oh, uh, yeah. the Mission of Mercy Pittsburgh happening in June with your teeth, man. This is people suffering from dental problems. They can get them fixed for free through this really awesome project right. through Teletracking. So anyhow, we're coming right back. I swear, this is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. Learn more about us at pghtech.org. Follow us on Twitter at pghtech. Welcome back. So glad you are spending your Friday night with us here on Tech Vibe Radio. And I know working on Tech Vibe, working at the Pittsburgh Technology Council, I get the honor of meeting really some of the greatest people that are making Pittsburgh run. I meet with the greatest companies, but it's the people behind the companies that really make them tick. And uh, just so excited for our next interview. This is something we've been waiting for for a few weeks to get Keith Young on the air with us. He is the Senior Vice President of Human Resources at Teletracking Technologies. And not only is the company amazing just from the technology that it produces, but it has a culture there that inspires people to go outside themselves and help people. And we're going to talk about that tonight with Keith when it comes to the Mission of Mercy Pittsburgh. So, Keith, first off, thanks for taking the time to hang out with us here on Tech Vibe Radio. I'm glad to be here, Jonathan. This is great for us, too, because I love to talk about teletracking and, uh, and what we do and Absolutely. how we get involved in the community. Very, very cool. So just to give our listeners just a little background, who is Keith Young? Well, I'm actually originally from Pittsburgh. Okay. And I grew up here in the, in the North Hills. And then uh, after, after college, left for about 15 years and uh, 
Went to various cities across the country. Uh, five, actually. Five? Uh, well, yeah. So you and, did like a little bit of a nationwide tour yeah, here. Then. Yeah. I actually worked for Kraft, uh, which is the, the food company. And okay. I moved you around a bit. So we, we went around a few different places, gotcha. Chicago, Dallas, Columbus. So, But then came, wanted to come back to Pittsburgh because I yeah. always loved Pittsburgh. I really am thrilled to live back here again because I think it is truly one of the best cities in the country. And I think the fact that we are growing and where we're going is a city and mm-hmm. actually with the help of the, the tech council too of driving yeah. higher employment in the in the region uh, in, especially in the tech side it, very exciting type of uh, city for, for me to be back in and I love being back here. How long have you been back in Pittsburgh for now? About 20 years. 20 years, yeah. okay. So, Excellent. So you, you came back right when things were just starting to kind of turn a little bit. Starting to turn, turn. turn a little bit, yeah. And so then how long have you been with Teletracking Technologies for? Yeah, I've been here about, uh, coming on five years. Excellent. So a few months. A few months I'll be at five years. Very cool. So teletracking technology, there's so many things going on within teletracking. It's just an amazing company working on some of the most advanced technologies out there that just so positively impact the quality of people's lives. Keith, tell us about teletracking, kind of like what the key things that it does. Sure. Well, teletracking is based here in Pittsburgh, uh, right on 4th Avenue in the Times Building. And we have about 450 employees. And that's grown significantly over the last couple of years. We back up 450 employees. That's that's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, it is. It, is. Uh, it really is. And what we do is we really are uh, we're focused on driving more efficient patient flow through hospitals. Right. And when you hear that, you think, what does that mean? Well, it, it really is about getting. Uh, patients into the care they need at the right time. And so it's, it's, it's a little, we definitely want to focus on the operational side of the business of a hospital so they get more efficient, they get more revenue, they bring in more patients. But it's, it's so much deeper than that because our, our, our mission really is, is that no patient will ever have to wait for the care they need. That's, That's what, what we talk about, the quality of life <clears throat> of what you guys do. Absolutely. Right. It, it really is. And what we do certainly is the operational efficiency but what we're about is primarily three things it's saving right. lives yeah. it's giving more time back to caregivers and it is in, in, improving the patient experience and and the first is very interesting i like to use yeah. one of the the stats that that we have i like when stats you talk, okay. give us some good stats yeah which uh, when you, when you're talking about saving saving lives um, when you go into a hospital and you need to be admitted something's wrong with you right you, um, you, you have a certain amount of time that you have to wait to get into a bed and to have the, tr- the care and the treatment that you need. And the longer that goes, the higher the mortality rate actually goes as you wait. And there is a significant okay. wait in, in emergency rooms now to get a bed. I've heard crazy stories about that. Yeah, and what happens with that increase in mortality, and this was in 2016, but there were 37,000 people died waiting for a bed. 37,000 people. Oh right, my. while they were being boarded in an emergency room. That is tragic. That, that's that truly. Do you think about it, if that was your family member or exactly. someone close to you? Oh, that gives me goosebumps just thinking about that, honestly, because yeah. I mean, that's how many how many great minds and people just because they couldn't get the care at the time they needed it. That's exactly it. And so we're about that's we do the whole continuum of a hospital, but us getting people from the emergency room 
into beds more quickly so they get the care they need is right. what we're about. It's, it's, again, much broader than that because we go from physician to acute care hospitals to the perioperative space to right. discharge out to uh, to acute care facilities also. So we, we create software that helps drive exactly. that flow through there. But that's what you talk about when you talk about saving lives. Exactly. And we do that in a variety of other, uh, other areas too. But then you talk about more time back to caregivers. Uh, all right, the caregivers spend 55%, so nurses, docs spend 55% of their time doing administrative work or really coordinating the care of people instead right. of being not, with yeah, the patient. Not actually helping the patient. Right, and the these patient. folks went into medicine, Jonathan, to care for people, to be with people. I thought they went to fill out paperwork. There, there you go. Yeah. Right. Come on. It's a career choice, <laughs> exactly. right? Yeah, absolutely. I love filling out forms. Yeah, so they go in and that's, that's what they're doing. So we're, we're, we're bringing that ratio, we're changing that ratio where we're getting back to where they can give more time to their to the folks that they want to help. Gotcha. So, and then uh, and the the last you talk about the yeah. patient experience, uh, the patient experience, and you know what it's like to wait in emergency room. No one wants room. to do that, right? It's, it's it's a bad thing and to wait for the care that you want to do. do but a recent survey, another statistic, is forty nine percent of patients were, were were dissatisfied with the care that they received and how they received it. So you think about that's half of the people. That's not good. That's and not so good. what we're right. about. Is is those three things, saving lives, more time for right. caregivers, and better patient experience. And that's what our mission is about. Exactly. And that's what drives our culture. That's what's so positive about that. And it's all technology you're developing that makes that happen, which I think is so exciting. And the last time I checked, you guys are in a crazy hiring mode. You can't get enough people to develop the technologies to make this stuff happen. That's exactly right. We are hiring. We've hired, we hired uh, probably uh, about 120 people last year. Now, some, in fairness, some of those were yeah. people that left and we backfilled them. Okay. But this year, we have currently about 35 to 40 openings right now. That's a many lot for an HR guy to be thinking right, about. <laughs> many in the, in the on the tech side. Where yeah. We need software engineers. We need architecture, architects. We, we need those software people. And, uh, Absolutely. Uh, so we have that opportunity. And, and it's not – when you come to teletracking, you get – the opportunity to work on some really new technology. Absolutely. I mean, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. No. But our culture is, is very, very different. So let's talk about the culture because I want, sure. I want to jump into this to this mission of, of Mercy Pittsburgh. Sure. Because the, obviously when, when your whole culture is based around saving people's lives and improving the quality of people's lives, this mission of Mercy Project seems like it just... A natural fit for teletracking to get behind this. It's, it's perfect. Tell us about this this mission Absolutely. of mercy. I know it's I happening June twenty eighth, twenty ninth, and thirtieth. So it's just around the corner, and you need volunteers. We do, and okay. it's at PPG Paints Arena. Yes. Uh, so we have a good venue for it, and I'll explain a little more about that. Tell us that. about the event. But I'm going to tell you just one more because our culture yeah. is 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 a different culture. We are completely about the mission, and gotcha. when I say about the mission, it is certainly about caring about our patients and our clients, but mm-hmm. it's caring about our employees and it's also caring about our community. And all three of those, we you won't hear in a lot of cultures that some of your values are humility and compassion. Exactly. Right? And those yeah, are two that really stand right. out for us as, as we go forward. I mean, we, we care about our employees. We have some really unique situations. One, we pay 100% of benefits for employees. You told me about that. That's very you don't, different. You don't, you don't find that anymore. Right. We, we do things like we have a, uh, a, a hardship program where we actually help people who get in trouble right. with credit card debt. Um, we have six-month paid leave for our military folks that go on active duty wow. because we really value what those folks do people for us. People are at the core of what you guys did. Absolutely. So we have... 
we have a very unique culture, but that compassion piece drives us to be compassionate about the our clients, our patients, our employees, and then the community. And right. the community piece is where Mission of Mercy picks That's good to talk about this. We've got about, about so, three or four minutes. Let's yeah, talk about okay. that. Okay, so Definitely. we've got, uh, we do a lot in the, on, on the side with our community. We have a, com- a, a group called Telecares, which is run by our employees. I lead gotcha. it, but we run that. And the, the big event that we do is this Mission of Mercy, and actually we call it our, uh, tele- uh, our uh, teletracking day of compassion. Gotcha. And so we, this event is going to happen, as you said, on June 20th. 29th and 30th and the event is to provide free dental care to the underserved in our community so the folks that don't have insurance that are homeless that need some help with dental care because it's amazing the so many people going without so many people going without and this event was started by uh by uh Dr. Dan Patouche, Dr. Rich Selko, and then uh, Michael Zamias, who owns Teletrack. Right. Michael is very, very involved on the philanthropic mm-hmm. side. So with that, this event, we are looking to have it at the PPG Paints Arena, and we're, gonna, we're trying to have about... Uh, 1,200 patients this year. Last year we did That's about 900. Last okay, year. so you're we upping it up by another 300 right. patients to get them that kind of critical care for their teeth. We are, which is which is what we need, and we need about 10, about a thousand volunteers. We're, wow, we're at about 500 right now. Okay. And what we need, we need a lot of dentists. Okay. Uh, I have about 60 dentists right now. We need probably about 150. Wow. Uh, we also need hygienists. If you're a dentist and listening, please. <laughs> please, for sure. We have hygienists that, that, uh, that we need in a variety of other clinical-type roles, but we also just need general volunteers, people who are going to be patient ambassadors, gotcha. help people through the day, help with volunteer registration, with patient registration. Okay. So we need quite a few volunteers. But it is a tremendous... Uh, uh, event for folks that really need dental care because it's bad dental care actually leads to other heart disease health problems. and other types Absolutely. of things like that. You Plus, can. it's also the self esteem when you have bad teeth, right. and you can't go to an interview and exactly. those types of things. So, this is a tremendous event that we are hoping people in your listening audience will reach out and say, I do want to help volunteer. So, where can they go and reach out to you? What's the best website? Yeah, or, the website is yeah. mom, which is M O M. Okay. Pgh. Mm-hmm. org. Mompgh.org. That's I mean, it. And I there's a real big volunteer button. Please go click in. Click it, it, and it probably gives you different uh, ways you can, you can link up with you guys. Because yeah. I just think this is so transformative. And to, the, the time and energy right. and effort and cost to make this happen, Keith, this must be amazing. And for teletracking to step up and do this... It's just transformative. Yeah, and we are we're the we're the uh, the, the the founding uh, we are the founding uh, sponsor of uh, of of the of the mission of mercy. But we also have some support through UPMC and the PMC of course, charitable it takes trust. many partners to make right. this thing go off. Absolutely, and and Michael Zamias has really stepped up along with uh, Doctor Patouche uh, to really help drive this. Those two deserve a lot of credit for for making this happen. Absolutely, but, but it is again how we reach out to the community because there is such a need in, gotcha. in the community for for dental care that folks really don't know. We take for granted. Exactly, I can go to the dentist tomorrow if I need it. There's exactly. a lot of other folks can't do right. that. Absolutely. One other real quick point real quick. is yep, kind of we are trying to make this an annual event. Keep so these people will know at least once a, a year, year they can get their I've got an opportunity to go and get my dental awesome. work done. So cool. Keith Young, 
teletracking technologies. Go to mompgh.org. Great event. Please volunteer. Anyway, you can do it. Just reach out to them. Keith, thanks so much for stopping by. Thank you, Jonathan. Appreciate it. Hey, another Tech Vibe Radio under the belt. Learn more about the Tech Council. Going to pghtech.org. And then have yourself a great weekend, everybody. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.